0: hey everybody welcome to tiw podcast i'm eric and today i watched wwe tlc 2019 which was broadcast on december 15th 2019 um so the the kickoff show had one match it was umberto carrillo versus andrade Uh, this match was pretty great um andrade got busted open which is a, a little bit rough to to watch but um but man, they 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 both killed it. Um the ending of the match is a, a reverse hurricane rana off of the top rope by Humberto delivered to Andrade followed by one of the most gorgeous moonsaults, most gorgeous most gorgeous most gorgeous moonsaults I've ever seen. Uh and Humberto got the win and Andrade was just had it with Zelina it's telling her to leave him alone like not follow him when he's making his exit and all that kind of stuff so I'm interested to see how that plays out and continues on Raw Um, then on the main show uh, we started off with the 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 match of the night man this this match was killer like Okay, there's there's a couple of points where like Kofi was just like just leaping right over the ladders that uh that the revival were trying to to throw at it. Well, not literally throw at him, but uh they like dove over the ladder into the ring and stuff. It was so great. Um and then uh oh. oh it was it and it was super brutal too. We had the the ladders two ladders in the ring and another one set up between one of the ladders and the, and the, the corner (coughs) and it got, Oh man, I think his dash was sent through, uh, off of the, the ladders into that, into that ladder after they had already done a couple of things on that ladder. And it was nuts. Like this whole match was, Oh, and speaking of nuts, the ladder right into, to Biggie's groin. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, that's, uh, it's it painful to imagine what, what that, that would feel like. Even, like, try, doing it so that, even doing it staged, it's still gotta, there that, that's still gotta be pretty painful. So, anyway, this match is awesome. Uh, the New Day won, and, uh... They continue their seventh champion. Are they seven time champions? Six times, seven, seven time. I think they're seven time champions now. Um, still, but uh, yeah this this match was awesome. If you only watch one match from the show, watch this one. But then you may as well stick around for the next one because this one was amazing as well. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black. Um, they were oh, I didn't take notes. From either of these two matches, because it's just they're just, great. they're just great. Alistair eventually wins via Black Mass, but man. <coughs> the sequences that these guys are were throwing down. Man. So so good. So good. Um then we had the Viking Raiders open challenge with a ringside KFC table, and I thought, well, you don't you're you don't have a table with food on it at ringside if somebody's not going to go through that table with food on it. And unfortunately, somebody did not go through that table with food on it. They just went through the table because they threw the food off of it. Like, put, put them through the food. That's, if it's going to be, ugh, you're just throwing it on the floor anyway. Oof. But anyway, the OC answered the, the challenge, and they uh, were not successful because they ended in a double countout, and they all out brawled. Um, and I just thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> Vic, Vic Joseph goes to, uh, about the, the quote unquote fans at the KFC table He said, they better get their $20 bucket meals and get out of there. <laughs> oh, so dumb. I like, I enjoyed it though. Um, and then we had Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Um, Baron at one point hits Roman in the face with a, a, a can of dog food, a full can of dog food. They clarify, um, because that would it wouldn't crumple, so it would hurt more. Um, it is a TLC match, so when Dolph Ziggler attacks, <coughs> and then the revival attacks, um, and then they uh, and then Baron hits an end of days on the chair. There's no disqualifications; it's all legal, and he gets the win. Uh, Baron Corbin does. Uh, so yeah, there are some fun moments during that match, but for the most part, I tuned out, I I was focused on some other stuff during that one. Um I was originally thinking that I would wa- I would be playing Death Stranding while I pl- while I watch this whole pay-per-view, but um I did not uh do that. I turned I turned off the PlayStation and gave almost my whole focus to the show itself. Uh during these couple these during that match I was getting some stuff done preparing to move though. Um then we had the Miz versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, I, I was hoping he'd be in the Muscle Man shirt, but he had his uh, his sweater on, and the Miz eventually tore off that sweater, um, and he had a he had a tank top underneath. So he was he was like half Muscle Man gear, but it didn't have the the Wyatt's Gym logo on it. But anyway, um, Bray Wyatt wins via a Sister Abigail, uh, a second Sister Abigail, because he also hit one, a, a draping one uh, uh, outside of the ring. Um, and then the Fiend appears on screen and Bray goes, OK, I'll do it. And he goes over to the 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 apron and throws up. He goes, whee! And then he grabs the mallet and he's going to attack Miz with the mallet. But then the lights go out. <laughs> the has the whole shutting down effect when the fiend arrives and the and bray is excited the fiend is here but it's not the fiend it's it's daniel Bryan, and he looks exactly like he did 10 years ago with his head uh his 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 hair shaved his hair cut short and all of that and so he, he beats up bray and before he can finish him off bray teleports away Back to the tele- the, the Firefly Funhouse. So, I hope, I really hope this means... I'm really excited. Like, okay, a lot of people have been saying, like, uh, that they didn't like this pay-per-view. as a boring pay-per-view. All that kind of stuff. But I think... I don't know. There's just, like, two matches I thought that were maybe not that great. The rest of it is really interesting. There, there are three matches at the top that were really great. And then uh, the Miz and Bray was pretty interesting, I thought. And then, um, and then the main event, I thought was was great. Um, it was it was it was tough to watch, kind of, but man, it was creative. I'll get to that in a in in just a minute, but um, but yeah, the this match, even if the match itself, like I mean, it wasn't like a, a an instant classic or anything. But it was still pretty fun to watch. But aside from that, it sets up Daniel Bryan, young Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend or just regular Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble. That's got to be where this is headed. And I'm super excited for that because, yeah, that's the next. That is that is the next show that I'm definitely going to Um, I have tickets for like all of, I have tickets for like all of January's NXT tapings, but I'm not sure if I'm actually going to get out there for, uh, uh, maybe I'll get, I'll try to get out there for at least one of them. But, uh, like the week before, um, uh, uh, worlds collide would be a good one to go to. But anyway, um, Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited for what this match sets up for for Royal Rumble. So there you go. Then we had Rusev versus Lashley. Um, Lana at one point jumps onto Rusev's back, which distracts him enough, uh, slows him down enough for Lashley to get the upper hand, and he puts him into one table, and then right away into the other table in the opposite corner. Lots of lots of good teases of the tables getting getting put through them and stuff, and then we got a. a a table spot except done with a guardrail so that was kind of cool that we got to see (coughs) well now we know the how the match ended it would have been nice if that (laughs) if that was done to Bobby Lashley but it it was kind of like a misdirection I guess that since Rusev got put through the guardrails um, that then maybe that would mean that Lashley would get the actual table but unfortunately rusev lost the match and so i don't know what exactly that means for it what was this he he won he just wanted this match but i don't think he got anything necessarily for winning it or not like a it wasn't i don't i don't know i don't know Unfortunately, I don't think we've heard the last about this. We get, like, follow-up of what's going on with the divorce proceedings, etc. Anyway, uh, the Roman Reigns and uh, King Corbin brawl continues backstage. (coughs) We're reminded before the main event. And unfortunately we cut away from the finish of the, not from the finish, but like the celebration of the main event. Then it's like, Oh no, now the brawl is still continuing. And then they do some stuff and, and Roman Reigns spears uh, Baron Corbin off of the, off of the, the stands into the huge mass of the locker room there. And that's how the show ends. And it didn't, it didn't need to do that. Like maybe there'll be a payoff on Friday, but like, Man, that's like uh, I don't know. I I really didn't like that they went that this. Why this brawl even have to be happening? Um, but I am glad that they didn't cut away to it during the match because um, that would have been even more annoying. But anyway, oh, okay, there's lots to talk about with this main event: uh, Becky and Charlotte versus Kyrie and Oscar uh, for the, the women's tag team championships and a ladder match, uh, t- tables, ladders, chairs match. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't really want to get into it cause I, I was like tweeting a whole bunch. So if you want to see my tweets about it, uh, I, I did for my personal account at JK or J K um, I R E. Um, uh, I was, because somebody posted, uh, a gif of a moment of a specific moment when becky and charlotte were clearing off the the monitors from the table um from an announcer one of the commentary tables um and it looks like because of what Kyrie is doing which is selling that she's hurt um like the 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 timing of that and the where the camera is the angle and all of that it looks as though a monitor that they throw off of the tables hits her in the head but but that is not the case slow down the footage look at it frame by frame the the monitor passes behind a chair that's on the ground uh like uh, two frames before it supposedly impacts her head and that chair is known to be very far away, at least like six, seven feet away from where Kyrie is. So it's, impo- it's impossible for that monitor to have hit her and... I, I was like saying that to people and some people just refuse to believe like, no, it hit her in the head. Didn't you look at the footage? I'm like, yes, I'm telling you look at the footage. Like frame by frame. This is why it's impossible for that to have happened. That monitor wasn't anywhere near her finally. And then I just like said, okay, I'm done with the internet tonight. I hope Kyrie's okay because she's definitely got hurts in other moments throughout this match. Um, and uh then when i when i checked again i i did check again last night i was not done actually done for the night but um i saw that somebody posted that oh yes here's or here is my vantage point from the crowd that moment here's a video of it the monitors weren't anywhere near her Exactly what I had determined from my analysis from of the footage. So <coughs> I await uh, the apologies from people who called me stupid for thinking for even for having the the for having the gall to suggest that somebody did not get hurt in a moment on a t- on a show where characters pretend to be hurt and there's and it's a live thing where you know camera cameras the camera positioning and angles can make all kinds of things look different from what uh, what is actually happening in 3d space but anyway (coughs) that moment aside um kairi did take a lot of damage in this match and um you know, there's a lot of judgment being thrown around about the 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 cause of those of that damage and all of that, and um, I think it's a lot of. Uh, I don't really want to contribute any more to that that speculation about all that other stuff. Like, finally, people realize not because of my doing, I guess, because other people saw the same thing that I did. Other people also realize, and so like. Th- Blaming that moment, uh, or saying that that moment was even a moment has died down, I feel like, but they're still focusing on a bunch of other moments of this match. But, um, anyway, that all that aside, (coughs) I thought the involvement of the rope was excellent because it's, it had, uh, several appearances and uses throughout the match. And I thought they were very creative and awesome! And when I realized what there what was going to happen with that rope that was still tied to the ladder, I I got really excited. I was like, oh my god, she's going to pull over the rope! Pull over the ladder with the rope! And sure enough, Oscar <coughs> did that. Uh, Becky has spilled off of the rope, spilled off of the thing, and yeah. So it was it was um, I thought it was a really cool match, and um, I. um I mean, they did, they, they did Uh, what they, yeah, I thought they did. I thought they did a, a great job Um, and all the obstacles that came with it with uh, possible injuries and stuff like that and, or, and, or miscommunications, all that, they, it's still work. Like if they were not doing a great job, then it would have just completely at, at any point in this match, it would have just completely fallen apart and it it didn't. There's storytelling. the the spots a, a lot of the spots made sense. Um, and 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 yeah, you got the uh, a really uh, happy finish for fans of Kabuki Warriors. Anyway, it, it, the thing about this match is that it's so like it doesn't seem like Becky and Charlotte cared at all about the tag team championships. They just wanted to beat them up and that was the story that was being told throughout the match that they weren't even trying to go for the ladders like through most of the match when <coughs> they had plenty of opportunities to and um you know it's that makes that does make it kind of weird because it's the main event of the last pay-per-view of the year which is really cool that this the tag team titles are on the line for that <coughs> but the, the the people challenging for it don't seem to care about winning that championship so it's it, it's kind of strange but it, it the match still worked pretty well and also um, see some comments and stuff about uh, um, the table's not breaking and they um, they broke a lot. Um, there's just that one time that one moment that didn't break, and um yeah, and they were even kind of playing off of Kyrie being uh not 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 very heavy by Becky and Charlotte standing on the commentary tables and throwing her to each other like onto the the tables, whereas like like you would you would think. Well if uh you know with if guys were doing that, they would go through those tables, but Bang and Charlotte were confidently standing on top of the tables, on the edges of the tables even, just tossing her over to each other. So So yeah, they are definitely aware of that, and I thought they used that as uh an element of the match that was was very entertaining. So anyway (laughs) that's it, I think yeah and then the 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 brawl continuing at the end and cutting away from the victory of the kabuki warriors that was that was dumb but um you know for the most part i would give i would give this i i'd say like seventy percent of this show i really enjoyed and the the other thirty percent it is it is it was fairly watchable also so i you know i thought i thought i thought it was all right i thought it was good. Oh, that was pretty good. If, if it was just the first three matches of the night, like pay per view of the year, it, it had me, it had me tricked, it had me expecting the rest of it was going to be uh, inc- just incredible. But it, it was still pretty. It was still pretty good. But anyway, um, that's it. Uh, Raw airs in fifteen minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, so let me know. I, I think I am going to record an episode of this week's Raw. Um, afterwards, because by the time I get done moving and everything on Friday, I'm not going to remember Raw at all. So uh, stay tuned for that. Let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWPodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.